be sure to listen to episode number 105 first. That was the episode published yesterday. And then you'll be ready to hear this tale, the conclusion to yesterday's St. Nick Squad tale. For now, it is time for... Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. The St. Nick Squad in To Catch an Elf, Part 2. Jingle and Snowflake are two super-secret agent elves from the North Pole. If anything goes wrong, anything at all that could mess up Santa's plan for a happy Christmas day, these two elves are on it. Think Mission Impossible meets Elf. That will get you in the right frame of mind for the many adventures of Jingle and Snowflake. Be it something minor, like a toy accidentally delivered to the wrong house, or Santa's misplaced glasses, or something major like an elf napping, a sleigh crash, or a visit from Mr. January. You've heard them all. The St. Nick Squad is always close by, especially as that most magical day of the year approaches. This is the third year the St. Nick Squad tales have been documented on this podcast. If you caught yesterday's episode, you know that the perfect toy was stolen, and that it is most certainly an inside job, and that is a fact that has brought out the worst in everyone. Elves everywhere have been gossiping and pointing accusatory fingers at one another. Even Jingle and Snowflake broke down, the trust between them momentarily crushed. But now, thanks to Harvey the Elf's meeting to unite everyone, cooler heads have prevailed and all are united in cracking the case. Let's pick up where we left off. You know what this calls for, Jingle insisted. Yeah, a stakeout, Snowflake answered enthusiastically. A stakeout is a period of secret surveillance of an area by authorities to observe someone's actions. Jingle and Snowflake invited Fred, Chili, and Harvey, and some others, honorary, St. Nick squad members to help for the night. Though they were not much help, Chili nodded off within minutes. Fred and Harvey vanished completely. Others got caught up playing pickup sticks with each other, and Jingle and Snowflake kept having to hush them. Stakeouts are supposed to be quiet, Snowflake chided. Eventually, as the hours grew long and patience quite thin, many of the elves retired early. Jingle and Snowflake would have to rely on each other. They set a trap, the last batch of perfect toys as bait, some few remains that had been found, and then waited nearby the toy shop. Nothing happened for hours. Stakeouts require great patience. At last, something emerged from the tunnel and crept slowly, secretly into the toy shop, toward the pile of perfect toys. Is that, Jingle started, a robot? Snowflake finished his partner's sentence. Sure enough, a sneaky, small but strong silver metal robot entered through the tunnel and creaked its way into the toy shop, grabbed up the pile of toys in a large sack with the initials E-N on the side and carried them away. Fred, out of nowhere, pounced on top of the steel burglar before he could get back to the tunnel 
with the stolen toys. Jingle and Snowflake jumped into the action, too. The robot, martial arts programming in tow, fought back, knocking Fred and Jingle to the ground and running from Snowflake. Chili awoke long enough to spy some of the action, and then she fell right back to sleep. Harvey returned with a bunch of hot cocos in a drink carrier. I thought everyone could use a little pick-me-up, so I went to the Elf Bucks. That's a nice gesture, but we could really use some help with this robot thief, Jingle screamed. Harvey put down the drinks and sprang to action. Together, Jingle, Snowflake, Fred, and Harvey were able to subdue the robot thief. Chili awoke, saw what had gone down, and added, All right, we got him. Elves, North Pole wide, were thrilled to have caught the bandit red-handed. Everyone was getting along better, nobody pointing any fingers at anyone else. Santa was thrilled. The perfect toy was safe. And in plenty of time for Christmas, the case had been solved. Or had it? Something doesn't sit right with me, Snowflake insisted. That robot didn't act alone. Jingle opened a map in front of them. I'm way ahead of you. I think we need to make a trip to Northern California. Eve, the elf, had been out of touch for days. That's not like her, so Jingle and Snowflake went searching. She was not in Northern California, doing tech research like she was supposed to be. Jingle and Snowflake became increasingly suspicious, wondering if Eve, the tech-savvy elf, might have had something to do with constructing the fighting, thieving, robot wonder. It took a lot of travel and investigation and questioning. But eventually, the St. Nick squad was able to track Eve's whereabouts to the South Pole, home of Santa's arch nemesis, the Elf Napper. Remember him from last year? Eve is a double agent. Working with the Elf Napper, Jingle was furious. Maybe not, Snowflake cautioned. Let's not point any more fingers before getting all the facts. It was wise advice, indeed, for Eve was at the South Pole. And she was working closely with the Elf Napper. And she had worked with him to construct a robot that could dig a tunnel, break into Santa's toy shop, steal toys and parts and plans, defend itself with Kung Fu, and bring all that back to the South Pole. But she was not doing it voluntarily. The St. Nick Squad's top-secret investigations at the South Pole revealed that Eve had been brainwashed. We need reinforcements, Jingle and Snowflake said in unison. The Elf Napper, whose real name is Doug, was caught off guard when his South Pole-North Pole knockoff was invaded by Santa's helpers, not just Jingle and Snowflake, but Harvey and Fred and Hamnet and Beatrice and more. Though Chili opted to stay home, all working together to bring down the villain and bring back their friend and colleague, Eve. The Elf Napper and Eve were not going down without a fight. A dozen more kung fu robots like the one they had battled at the North Pole appeared. The elves were no match. All seemed lost until Santa Claus himself appeared 
with a ground pound that shook the South Pole Earth violently and reduced all the robots instantly to spare parts. It was epic. And Santa screamed, Leave my elves alone, Elfnapper. How did you find us, Santa? Jingle inquired. I have my ways. Santa pointed to Chili, the elf, who napped comfortably in Santa's sleigh. Waking briefly long enough to say, Oh, good, you found them. And then she nodded off comfortably again. Surrounded by elves and Santa and reindeer and smashed robot parts, the elf napper had no choice but to give up and surrender his elf napped and brainwashed partner Eve back to her rightful place among her friends and family. In no time, Jingle and Snowflake were able to undo what Doug, the elf napper, had done, restoring Eve's brilliant mind back to normal. And I can happily report that Eve, who the elf napper exploited for her heightened technological know-how to build that robot thief that Doug never could have constructed on his own, well, she is now A-OK. Back to 100% and back to pitching ideas to Santa for Christmas 2021. May all go smoothly for Santa and his elves and reindeer and all involved that make up this most magical night of the year that make it work. And may they get some rest and recuperation, some silent nights free of robot break-ins and infighting and more after the 25th. Of course, if anything should go down, you know who will be there to help save the day. Jingle and Snowflake, the Saint Nick Squad. That's all for this week. We'll be back on New Year's Eve with our third annual New Year's celebration to welcome 2021. We'll get a Kid Space Force update, and I will look back a bit at the year that was, podcast-wise, and some well wishes for the year ahead. Countdown to the new year with us, won't you? In the meantime, have a wild and wonderful and weird week, and may the perfect toy be under your tree. Be good to each other. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might turn you into a tree. A Christmas tree! If he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening.